Hi, Hi besties. besties. Welcome back to the pop. I'm Michelle. I'm Maddie. And this is your weekly pop culture podcast. A, a real welcome back. A real one. For, a real one. An accidental week off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, I genuinely, I was just saying, I don't know how that happened, but it happened. But that's okay. It was a busy but, week. Things were going yeah. on. I'll, I'll upload it, but... I'll just upload it when I upload this one. There you go. Two in one. Sorry. You're welcome. Sorry, sorry. But anyways, we're back. How's it going? Yeah. How's it hanging? It's good. It's good. I'm a little tired. We're filming yeah. this one pretty late today. It's, it is. It's a late night. It's a late night. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty tired. Sleepover. Pop sleepover. <laughs> Not really, though. <laughs> Not technically. But... Let's act like it is anyway. Yes! Yes! Sleepover! (laughs) But it's been a pretty big weekend. Yeah. Yeah. We had our our Galentine's party this weekend. We were busy. Yeah. And then after that was Super Bowl. Yeah. The big Uh, Super Bowl. I honestly, I can't believe the Rams won. I I know. I don't pay attention to football, but I feel like it was just kind of something where I was like, oh, cool, the, Rome- the Rams are in the Super Bowl. I doubt they're going to win. <laughs> oh, like, I, gen- I don't know. I mean, first about- team in their home stadium to play for the Super Bowl and to win and in their win. home stadium. That's crazy. That's really cool. But it, was, it was nice to watch. It was. It was really, really nice to watch. I mean, I, I didn't watch the full thing. I was working. <laughs> but when I came home, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was just funny because everyone kept being like, this is so great for L.A. And I was like, didn't L.A. win, like, every major sports championship they had, like, two years ago? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was the same year, but I think the Dodgers won one year, and I like, think the Dodgers Lakers and won Lakers the won in this. No, they won in the same year. It was both 2020. Oh. Well, I don't know. People get weird about football where they think it's the biggest deal ever. But, you know... Part of the game in Super Bowl is a little bit of the biggest deal ever. You spend the amount of money that's spent on that. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah, but it's also like, as someone who doesn't watch football, it's, it's ridiculous. That it's oh, it so is. Much. It's, a, it's a game. As they say in Ted Lasso, oh, you get played to play a game. Yeah. Oh, You get to go out there and just push each other and catch a ball. But I mean, I, I do Aww. enjoy football. It's not bad. I just... um. Yeah, I just think the whole hoopla over it is a little ridiculous. I think the hoopla shows sexism very clearly, but that can mm-hmm. be a discussion for another time. Before We've we talked get... about that before. Oh, we have. <laughs> but before we even get into Super Bowl and all things have to do with that and our halftime show, we got to go over some news that's been happening. The news of the week. Dum, 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 um, dum. I have everything written down. And... Uh, you know, let's start off with something that actually is continuing tonight as we're speaking. Um, Kim and Kanye are going through a very public battle. Oh, or shall I say, God. Kanye is just fighting uh, Kanye himself. is going on a public battle. He's going on a public battle himself and Kim is just watching. Um, but he keeps posting about Pete and Kim and he sent Kim a truck full of roses today. For Valentine's Day, and then posted. Um, let me find it. It's a screenshot of Kim's text, and it says, 
Kim's other phone. Which, when you go on Twitter, this is... Oh, he deleted it. He deleted the post. Let me find it on Twitter. Um, he... Basically, everyone on Twitter is saying that he's being super abusive and he's not leaving her alone, which I agree with. He's not leaving her alone in any sense and quite literally kind of harassing and stalking her. And I feel bad for the kids, not just Kim, but also the kids in this situation. Like, it's completely awful. And I think we can all agree and pretty easily admit to ourselves that Kim could never get away with behavior like this. No. Regardless, woman, regardless of mental diagnosis, regardless, yeah. Kim would never be able to get get away with behavior like this. No. Like, obviously, we we all know, and it's public knowledge, that Kanye is bipolar. And, like, yeah, he could be going through a manic episode right now. But also, like, this is a whole other issue, you know? Like, it's not the first of Kanye being outrageous and harassing and all of this this is his normal behavior and now that he's doing it to his soon-to-be ex-wife simply because he wants her back it really you think this is going to get her back really harassing her and her boyfriend i feel so bad and just pulling so many people into this mess yeah um i have the screenshot so it's the text from Kim says, you are creating a dangerous and scary environment and someone will hurt Pete and this will all be your fault. She texted this to him. He posted this saying, upon my wife's request, please nobody do anything physical to, he calls him Skeet. I'm going to handle the situation myself. And then if you're watching it, this is what he posted as the first slide. And it's, if you're listening, it's him. Well, not him. It's two men in a chokehold yeah i do have to say you know the tiktok audio that's like ah, ha, ha. no but it's not funny it's serious <laughs> um that is this whole situation yeah I, like, I see the post and i'm like <laughs> and i'm like oh no it's not funny it's I, not it's is, serious like, it's like kind of funny if it was a joke but like he just threatened this man yeah he publicly threatened this poor man Simply because he's dating his soon-to-be ex-wife. As if Kanye wasn't dating multiple women since oh. they have left each other. And yeah, news on that. They broke up today. I did hear about this. Kanye and Julia broke up yeah. today. Which, yeah, I saw that coming. Kanye also had another um, Kim lookalike show up to a party dressed as Kim. Oh, my God. Like, dressed as Kim. It's like it's where it's not like a Julia Fox where like oh they're both wearing leather they're both wearing like denim like Kim and Con- like no she was dressed as Kim Kardashian. It's not even pathetic at this point. It's just scary. Yeah, it's obsessive and it's scary, and I feel awful for her. And I'm sure that her and her whole family have loads of security ready. At this point, she should be filing a restraining order. That's what to I was be thinking. Quite honest. I mean. I just, I feel so bad for the kids. Oh, I know. I bet you money she is not going to get the kids from him. She's not going to grab them. She's sending someone to get the kids. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to speak on custody and whatnot, but. Yeah. This is about to get much messier. It's so messier. I mean, the thing is, when you think about it, too, it's really sad. It's not 
very publicly known that Kim Kardashian, her first marriage was an extremely physically abusive one. Mm -hmm. So she's been through domestic abuse before. And so for this to happen again, I feel so sorry for her. Yeah. And like, I think she kind of gets brushed over as like dumb, rich girl that only cares about money, looks, whatever. But she has experienced so much trauma in her lifetime that like you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy yeah just beginning from her first marriage to the sex tape to online bullying to the robbery yeah to her family drama her father's passing like you wouldn't wish this on anyone and that people that are like online speaking for her about her and like leave her alone she's got enough going on she's dealing with enough and there's just so many people telling her like how to deal with this issue and how how to deal with kanye and kanye should get this don't don't yeah don't you don't know what it was like in their relationship and that we say that as people that are like literally just talking about their relationship we're talking about it but but we're talking about it knowing that like all we know is public info right yeah but there's like a level of respect that you should have when Speaking of this, I, on the internet, you want to, like, talk some shit to your friend, go ahead and talk some shit to your friends. But this is on the Don't internet. go post and tagging people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just, and not even just her, too, but when you think about Pete Davidson and the trauma that he's been through and that he has BPD, like, yeah. Yeah. This poor man. He's been through more than enough as well. So, and not to say that Kanye hasn't been through a lot. He has, but. But then they are both not deserving to go through this trauma. So why do you put it on each other? You know, exactly. Why create something even bigger? And, you know, like if you really, really, truly weren't thinking selfishly about this situation, you would not be putting that woman that you love through it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I know that he probably doesn't see that right now, obviously, but that's just how the cookie crumbles, Kanye. Another thing, it's not like news, but I've been seeing that Julia Fox's uh, audio, it was her, I think she was on it's a, I mean, yeah, I was, <laughs> that is amusement here at Uncomfort Jobs. Jobs. You know, like things like that. Would you I, say that you're gay's muse? Mm, yeah, I would yeah, say that sometimes. Yeah. Um, listen, <laughs> I, we are Valley Girls. You could never hear us say Uncut Jobs. Uncut Jobs. That's just to a point. I honestly. Also, wait, honestly, babes. Hold on, babes. You were the muse for that? Adam Sandler was the muse for that, babes. Come on. Wait, babes. For the anxiety ridden hell ride that movie was, you were yeah. the muse? I don't yeah. know if I would want were credit for were- that. Also, not to be a bitch, but she plays the mistress in Uncut Gems. I don't know if I would want I don't know if I'd wear that proudly. I don't know. No. I. Yeah. Again, I don't know her. I don't know too much about her, but I don't really like her. Sorry, Julia. I have. I, I feel nothing <sighs> towards her, positively or negatively. I just. Other than she was the news for Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. I just, she doesn't even go to M. Like, okay, cool. Period. Um, 
let's see. Let me go down the list. Let me go down the list. I'm going to talk about more breakups first. We have a breakup. <laughs> Actually, it got announced tonight. Rosario Dawson and Cory Booker broke up after <gasps> two years together. Oh, no. Noah Ahsoka is lady president. I know. Aww. I know. Sad. That's okay. That was kind of a weird one to begin with. Anyway. <laughs> it, it, it was really weird. Like, really weird. Yeah. Like, uh, when you heard about it, like, her hair like, Andre was weird, but it, like, almost kind of made sense. Like, I was like, okay. But this one? Um, I don't know. Okay. I'm going. I'm going. Um, I lied. That's the only other breakup that we have. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so sure. we had more. Um, I'll just go over romance while we're at Let's it. Right romance ahead. and family stuff. Yeah. Um. So Dominic Fike and Hunter Schaefer made it Instagram official that they're dating. Yeah. They're very And cute. I only don't care for this because of the show. I really wouldn't care yeah. if they didn't piss me off two weeks yeah. ago. But it's on Euphoria. Rue being like, actually, I don't want to talk about Jules and Elliot. Fuck them. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah! yeah! Like, I know they're not their characters, but I'm also like, no. yeah, you're but right. I'm like, Fuck them. You're right. You're right. They, posted, they literally posted that picture and I was like, how could you do that to Rue? How could you do that? How could you do on that to Instagram? <laughs> Think about how this is going to make her feel. How dare you? Pieces of shit. At least block her or something first. <laughs> block her. Please. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, we also have an engagement that got announced tonight as well. Lots of news tonight. Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey got engaged. Oh. Yeah. Good for them. They're cute. I like They're them. cute. They're cute. They're hot. <laughs> like, I Come don't know anything about her besides she's Steve Harvey's daughter. Right? And that's, yeah. That's it. Okay. Good for you, girl. You got on the show. You better be next. You got that right. Anyways. um, da, 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 Sorry. Like, all of this was just kind of scrambled together. Um, So I'm trying to just pick it apart. Uh, So then on to family news. Literally right after we were done recording last week, which, I mean, you'll hear now, but Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott announced the birth of their baby, and his name is Wolf Webster. Rare. I just, Rare. I can hear Wolfie. 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 Wolfie, baby. Wolfie. Wolfie. Um, I, I think it's cute. I don't. I like it a lot. Wolfie. <laughs> I honestly thought Wolfie. that Stormy was really fucking weird when they announced it, but Wolfie I like. Wolf sounds cooler, I guess. Yeah. I think, I don't know, I I know the name beforehand from Wolfie Van Halen. It's Eddie Van Halen's son, so like, maybe it's because I've heard it before, but I do like it. I think it's cute. Yeah. Yeah. But her babies are also like only a few days apart? Yes, I think yeah. one or two, if I'm not mistaken. Also, that was going to be one hell of a birthday. This baby was born on February 2nd, 2022. Oh, that was a scheduled birth. You know for a fact it was. Yeah. She induced yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Or she, like, just held out. And she's like, you're not coming out. <laughs> you're not coming out. You're yet. not doing it. Not um, for the Instagram caption. <laughs> so, also, Brian Austin Green, who people know as Megan Fox's ex-husband. He's an actor. Mm-hmm. And his girlfriend, Sharna Burgess, who's a dancer on Dancing with the Stars, yes. they are pregnant. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. 
Shut up. Shut up. Congratulations, Shana. Good for you, girl. They're another couple that I don't know anything about. Mm-mm. I just know that they're together. That's really it. Nothing. Um, one more person who is pregnant. Shay Mitchell. Yeah. She's, okay. She's pregnant I'm going to be, like, totally honest. Mm-hmm. It's, like, in my head, I don't know why, but I know I'm Pretty Little Liar. She, her character was lesbian, and, like, I convinced myself that she just was lesbian. And then I saw her um, house tour, and she's, like, with either her boyfriend or her husband, and I was like, you're what? <laughs> Because then on you, she was also lesbian in that show. So I was like, well, clearly this is a lesbian woman. I was going to say. She and then really she really she was pregnant. Those. And I don't know why. Like, in my head, I was like, oh, congrats to her and her girlfriend. Like, I was like, ooh, like, are they surrogacy? Like, what's going on? And then I was like, oh, wait. You're like, oh, she's not Emily Fields. Like, I, I don't know why. I didn't even watch that much of Pretty Little Liars. Like, I don't It's the know- Mike's Mike deep dive. That I- did it in. I don't... I just, like, convinced myself this is who she is. And honestly... She is a lesbian woman. (laughs) Shay Mitchell, if you're listening, you are a lesbian woman. Look, I'm just saying. I (laughs) I don't know what to say. (laughs) Come on. But, yeah, she had a baby girl prior. Mm -hmm. So... That's her second. Yeah. And I think she honestly had her first baby around the same time as Kylie Jenner. I'm like 99% sure. What and they have a common baby competition. Well, they have a common denominator. Makeup by Ariel does both of their makeups. Like, that's like their go-to makeup artist. Ariel, what are you doing? Ariel, what are you, are you doing? Everybody? Are you breaking the NDA? Yes. <laughs> Not the immediate yes. Oh my god. Um. Well... That's it for baby news. Family okay. news. I'd like to come back to Kanye really fast. Okay. Um, this is kind of old news at this point, but Kanye versus Billie Eilish, Coachella Smackdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I really I can't get over the fact that he he feels threatened by successful women. I'll just kind of Kanye, I thought you don't like the Kardashians. Yeah. So, like, anyway, to, like, just summarize basically what happened is during a Billie Eilish concert, uh, she saw somebody was struggling. And I will say, I... After Astroworld. This after after Astroworld. I will say, like, now, artists are like, wait, wait, can you not breathe? Wait, okay, stop the show. Like, so over the top that they're like, you guys will see that I am not him. Like, yeah, to the point that I'm a little bit, like, okay, we get it, like, you're stopping the show, but you're, like, making it a very big deal to, like, have the audience thank you for stopping the show. Do you know yeah. what I mean? To like, be acknowledged like, that you would do it. Yeah. That like, you can. Relax. That's a side story. That's just how I feel. But Billy stopped the show, basically, like, oh, I'm not gonna let anyone get blah, blah, blah at my show. I don't know the exact quote. Kanye posted this and, like, demanding that Billy apologize to Travis or he's gonna pull out of Coachella. Billy commented on the Instagram post, I literally didn't say anything about Travis. I was just helping a fan. Period. Yeah. I honestly, I wish the quote, like her response was no. (laughs) Like no end of sentence. No period. Like you have to apologize to Travis. No. No. And the thing is like Maddie did in the first episode of season two of Euphoria. No. No. 
No. No. Just the like thing that. is, I bet you money Travis Scott was not even pissed about this. I don't she, think it's, she didn't make a comment. No, she literally just said, uh, wait, stop the show. Yeah. Which is, again, everybody's doing that right now. Like yeah. over the top. Yeah. Tiana Taylor stopped an entire concert and made a huge deal and brought people on stage, and Kanye didn't say shit. Literally, like a few days after Astro World. Well, Tiana Taylor is in Kanye's music video. And that's friends. not against Tiana Taylor. I'm just saying, like, no. right off the bat, I can think of that example. Yeah. And I there's probably some more if I looked on the line for like two minutes. The neighborhood. That was a big one. Yeah. So. The thing is, like, relax. it's not a problem to do that. That's obviously what you should be doing is just yeah. stopping and being like, hey, 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 chill out. Let's mm-hmm. get them safe. Let's go. But, like, making a deal out of it is when it's like, okay. When I'm like, okay, we're like, we got it. You're like a good person. Yeah. Like, chill out. That's just like chill me out. also being petty, but this. <laughs> I, yeah. I just, you're so threatened by this, this woman. She's 20. She literally. A rest. But if Kanye does drop out Coachella, does that mean Doja gets bumped up? And if so, I might I was going to say. Yeah, I heard news that she's going to get bumped up. But I don't want to support Coachella. So, no, I will probably no, just no, no. save my coin and then go to another festival because they're probably going to share headliners. Probably. I mean. Coachella is just a mess in general. Oh, it's such a mess. It's such a mess. But it's I would just like turning... to see a Doja headline. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'd like to see what that looks like. That'd be sick. Um, some more music news. DNCE is making their comeback, which... Mm-hmm. If you know us, if you have, have been friends with us for a while, to spoken to us, us point whatever, you know we love DNCE. They are we the moment. love DNCE. I just, you don't, they're just, it's so good. This is literally what we've been talking about for maybe five years. Like, four years, you five could just, years. You play their music any time of the year, any season, any year, and it's still good. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, the definition of timeless, where, like, Every time summer rolls around, put on any DNCA song. Any. And you're just like, this is good. This me- is exactly what I wanted to hear right now. Yeah. It's exactly that sound. And let me just say, we we got to witness, we got to experience DNCE live performance, a concert on the beach in Florida for spring break. Cake by the ocean. While they handed us that was- cakes with condoms in the cupcakes mm-hmm. that was a, that was a peak in my life i will say yeah that is one of the I best things in my life sorry that was a core memory that yeah. is um peak existence they are everything i i love them so much i love it i'll be you know that like the <laughs> you know the thing that's like if dnce has a million fans i'm one of them if dnce has 10 fans yep. i'm one of them if dnce has no fans i am a fan i will all that is me and they, That's me. We've, just, I've been waiting. They're so underrated, too. Yeah, if you so want some underrated. good, fun pop music, turn it on. Buy the album. They're so it. good. Let me just say, they're good enough that we said for a couple of years. Actually, I, I'm not going to speak for you. I know for a fact that I said this. I would give the Jonas Brothers back in a heartbeat if I could get DNC. I would also give the Jonas Brothers back to get DNC. And we did it. We gave the Jonas yeah. Brothers back and we got DNC. And I, that's, okay that. just and that's, my fantasy. I, okay, you know what? I saw the Jonas Brothers, right? I'm like, yeah, they saw. came back. 
But if you like came up to me and you're like, I will give you two choices. You can have DNC or you can have the Jones brothers. I'm it's going to see every single time. Yeah. You know, like Nick and Kevin can make a little special appearance every once in a while on DNC. That's fine. Of course. Of course. It's not but that, boys. It's that I if I had the DNC. option. I'm going my girl, Juju. Yep. Yep. Now, now, this is what I want to know. What happened to Cole? I know. For those I'm a little curious of what it's going to sound like. I mean, it's it's going to be the same because they probably have just guest face players coming in. Maybe, but, but he rapped. Well, he also, okay, for those of you listening, there are four members. Joe Jonas is the singer. Jinju is the guitar player. Jack is the drummer. And Cole was previously the bass player. And when they started posting stuff, I realized, I was like, um, where's Cole? And I read in an interview that Joe Jonas was saying he wants this to be more of like, um, kind of like Bruce Springsteen's like E Street band where like members can come and go as they please or they can just have new members and it's not supposed to be like a permanent thing. But everyone else stayed except for Cole and they never, they didn't replace him. Mm-hmm. And then I checked and I was like, okay, well, like, let me see what's going on. He doesn't follow Joe Jonas anymore. And Joe Jonas does not follow him. But he follows everyone else in the band and they follow him back. So. I want to know. I know it's not my business, but I want to know. You know? You know what? I don't know if I want to know. I think I kind of want to just keep the peace. I think I want to live in bliss. (laughs) Ignorance is bliss, my friend. Uh, Right now? Yeah. Ignorance, it's bliss. Okay. Uh, moving on to more music news. Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift dropped a new song called The Queen and the Joker. Mm-hmm. Or The Joker and the Queen. I don't know. Um, and they also dropped a music video along with it where if you are familiar with Taylor Swift's music, she had a song called Everything Has Changed off of Red from like 2013, I think. 14. Mm-hmm. And it features Ed Sheeran. And in that music video, they had kids who looked like them. And in this new music video, they had them come back. And it's so cute. I... Um, when they first posted a little side-by-side, um, I was like, no, there's no way that those kids are so little. There's mm-hmm. no way those are the same people. Um, and then I, like, Googled it to confirm it. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, then you realize it's been 10 <laughs> oh, years. And you're like, God. oh, okay. Because they're, like, they were, like, first grade Baby. kindergarten age. And yeah. then now they're playing, like, I think high schoolers. And I was like. <laughs> yeah. They're, like, 16, 17 maybe now. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's it's freaky. Yeah. It's a little freaky. But um I don't I didn't like that full circle moment, but that was like a personal thing, you know? It's it's more so a personal way of me having to face the fact that I'm getting older. And like time is passing faster than I think yeah, it is. Yeah, where I'm like, what do you mean that was ten years ago? No, it wasn't. Yeah. Like that's the problem. Yeah. You know? It's not their problem. It's me. It's a me thing. It's a me. Yeah. Amadi. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a me. It's a me. It's a me. But, um, yeah, I haven't listened to the song, to be quite honest. <laughs> I just I haven't gotten to I mean, to it. I'm expecting what you should always expect from Taylor Swift and Sharon. Yeah, they, they always have good collabs. Like, that's so. not a, a worry. But um, I'm going to move on to uh, some TV film news okay okay so we got some tv news uh wendy williams yeah leaving the show 
leaving her mm-hmm. own show, the Wendy show, is not going to be Wendy. Wendy, no more. It's there. She's going to leave the show for officially confirmed for at least the rest of the season at minimum, mm-hmm. and being replaced by a permanent guest host. And if she can't return by September, they're also going to change the name of the show. Yeah. Why not well, just make a new show? Yeah, I, I really just I end don't. the show. Don't take yeah. it from her. Just end the show and give the slot to a new show. Yeah, I really don't understand. That's especially like a because weird this choice. is such a big show, specifically That's... because of Wendy. That's what I'm saying, like, if you're like, gonna change the name, just like have like a finale for the Wendy show, mm-hmm. and then start something new. Yeah. Why take something? Maybe that's just what they're gonna do. I know Sherry Shepard is like the permanent guest host as of now, mm-hmm. so I don't know if they're gonna make it like the Sherry show or something. I don't know, but. Eh. Eh. Not again. This is not about Sherry. This is about no, like, not at all. Give Wendy her flowers because yeah. as problematic as she is, do you know the icon moments that have like this show is iconic, and she is a ground shaker, a ground shaker, ground, ground shaker, breaker. door opener, <laughs> ceiling cracker, like everything, ceiling cracker. <laughs> Ceiling cracker is causing the earthquake, baby. Like cause the earthquake. Well, you know, people iconic people can be problematic. Yeah, and we forget that. I think we forget that like iconic people can be problematic. We forget uh, Elton John has been problematic. We forget uh, just icons in a history that I'm not even gonna like go over because I don't have the time to go over all the details of them. But like, I was iconic people can be problematic. People are not perfect. Your idols can have their problems. Mm-hmm. They can make mistakes. Yeah. That doesn't take away that they were iconic. Iconic doesn't always mean good or bad. Yeah. Iconic doesn't necessarily mean a good person. Like when you look at the Beatles and John Lennon and literally. That's an icon. As well. like, wouldn't call him an idol. No. Some people would. Not me. Not doesn't me. mean that they weren't iconic. But there's art and everything about them has lived on until now for a reason i know it's not opinion but like you know give the flowers where the flowers are due also this is wendy this is wendy we're talking about wendy williams wendy williams of the wendy show fame i could quote maybe for 15 minutes just wendy i mean go ahead we got time we don't. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> like, we don't. We don't though. But I think maybe we should on another episode. <laughs> we don't have time, but maybe we should. Maybe, maybe we should. Um, I have another show that's mm-hmm. been like canceled for mm-hmm. now. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, but we just talked about it actually last week. The Beauty and the Beast prequel show that was going to happen on Disney Plus got scrapped. Yeah, yeah, I which saw is that. Crazy because. They already cast everyone. Apparently, this has been in the works for years. Like, since the movie dropped. And it's Josh Gad and Luke Evans that were, like, yeah. headlining it. They wanted to make it. It was about LeFou and Gaston. Which, I'm kind of in for it. Like, I'm there. I'm kind of in for it. But it seems like a little bit of a waste. Yeah. It, it doesn't need to happen. I just am there simply for those two. Like, yeah. I don't think it needs to happen. I just like them. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd watch it. But they said it has to do with, like, delaying the filming process so many times. And, like, the creative process hasn't lined up. Like, no one can agree. Which, like, okay, if, well, if that's the case, don't 
why even like announce that it's coming if you don't have like a set like storyline for the show and like what it's about then like don't tell us that you're gonna make it you know and then cast people and make announcements for that you Mm -hmm. know I don't know I just think it's a little weird I mean I guess they'll do that just to try to get hype for it yeah and maybe like you're good to announce something when it's greenlit I don't know that's what I mean but apparently they were gonna film it this summer and it just got well somebody's unemployed Rita Ora why would you what because she's in it oh. that's why we talked about it i was like what did rita or do leave her alone you sound like a twitter stand someone's gonna play rita, rita aura <laughs> poor rita just like the random reply your fave can never <laughs> like anyways <laughs> um i have one more tv show news mm-hmm. um or I guess that that was a weird way to phrase it. Anyways, um, Elle Fanning has been cast in a Hulu show about Michelle Carter. Do you know who Michelle Carter is? I do. Okay. For those of you listening, if you don't. Anybody with my name, I immediately have to distrust. Okay. Not even Michelle from Destiny's Child? What did she do to you? No, no, no. I said did not dislike, distrust. Yeah, but what did she do? There can only be one. Also, I would just like to say. Bitch, she probably feels the same about you. (laughs) I would just like to say, and this is nothing about um, Michelle in Destiny's Child. That's not the thing. It's that, do you know what it's like when you're in a group of three people and they go, ha, let's be Destiny's Child. And you're like, I don't even get a choice. I don't even get an option. I don't. Yeah, I I know. I don't. And the yeah. worst part is that's not even, like, an insult because Michelle's great. But, like, yeah. you know, to them, it is an insult. Yeah. Like, if you were, like, okay, you're going to be Michelle, they'll be, like, ew, no. And you'd be, like. Well, it's because everyone wants to be the Beyonce. And if they're not the Beyonce, they're going to be the Kelly. Yeah. And then you're, like, oh. Which has nothing against how that is. Michelle. That's just how it worked in the public eye. You know? Like, she's just as good as the other two. Anyway, my point was, whenever I see the name Michelle on the internet, I'm like, who? <laughs> um, <laughs> that? But circling back, so Michelle Carter was the girl, this case was huge when it first happened. Um, she was dating a boy who was suicidal. They were in high school, and she told him, like, well, okay, trigger warning, suicide, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but she told him, like, yeah, you should kill yourself. Like, huh? And then he did. Mm. and like she went to trial and everything but basically Elle Fanning has been cast to play this girl and I don't know if you've seen the pictures but holy god it is crazy what's weird is I remember Cara Delphine was originally cast as this character that makes sense too yeah so when these photos came out I was like what happened to Cara Delphine I mean she looks ridiculous ridiculously like her and what's weird is it doesn't even look like they actually did much to make her look like her like you know like you can clearly see that's Elle Fanning but you're like yeah why does Elle Fanning look so much like this woman like being familiar with like prosthetics and stuff I'm like okay it's probably like fake eyebrows and like maybe a little bit of a forehead prosthetic but that's just like me like analyzing it yeah like that's me thinking they probably did more than they already did yeah like 
if it's just me looking at them, it's scary how alike they look. Yeah. Like, hats off to the makeup artist because it's wild. But, I mean, I'll probably watch it. I'll be that interested. Be interesting. Yeah. You know? And I have so many shows I have to watch right now. I can't even keep up with this anymore. I still haven't finished Pam and Tommy. Well, or caught up. Pam and Tommy time. It's I got Pam that. And Tommy I got Book time. of Boba Fett. I got to finish Euphoria. Okay. Book of Boba Fett is easy to binge. I know. Easy. I know. But then every time I like get into it, something happens, or like a new episode of another show that I have to watch is out, and I'm like, oh, well, I should watch that. I don't know. You know, I just all of this. I'm like, oh my gosh. I fell out of my binging phase, and now it's getting a little difficult. Okay. Me too. Right? I just don't like binging anymore. It's hard now. Yeah. Like now is this like an hour of sitting. I'm like, oh god, I gotta yeah. get stretched out. I'm like, or let me let me get up and get some water. Let me take a yeah. walk. Like, I don't. Oh, I'm not the a, same as my 19 year old self anymore. No, it's hard. I can't binge like I used to. No. And like, like I was watching the Great on Hulu with Al Fanning, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna binge this easy so I can catch up. Oh my god. After like two episodes, I'm like, I need a break. Literally, I, can't this. I think my attention span just isn't what it used to be. Yeah, I think after Game of Thrones, that ruined me. <laughs> Game of Thrones completely depleted me. Like I, I can't do it after that. Literally, fully ruined my. I think after span my amazing. 2020 movie marathons, I don't. That. That is. I don't know if I can down. do it. Yeah, that's where it went down. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, I was gonna say. Book of Boba Fett, honestly, I hate to say this because, like, I, you should watch the full thing just to, like, watch it and respect, like, all of it because it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But you really don't need to sit there for the full 45, 50 minutes that it is for, like, the first three episodes. Like, you could easily just watch a recap of those three episodes and then watch the last four. Mm. And cut out that like it makes it so much easier and there's not as much information as in the last four episodes yeah I mean I guess it always happens because technically it's supposed to be like almost a standalone series so they have to spend a ton of time like setting up and filling you in on everything that's going on and also catching up on what this world looks like and this storyline looks like versus like um things like the Mandalorian the first like two or three episodes of that there is a lot of like Okay, so, like, here is the Mandalorian. Here are the things that they do. Here are the rules they abide by. So, like, when we get to those later parts, you, like, feel like you understand it. Yeah. And I think it's, like, because everybody knows that people are going to come in in those last half of Book of Boba Fett that we're kind of just, like, yeah, we're looking forward to that it almost makes you go, okay, can we get through this stuff so I can get to the others? But I do feel that if you are a huge Boba Fett fan or you've grown up enjoying him, the first few episodes would be very satisfactory. Like, I feel like you'd be excited to watch those. Yeah. And maybe it's because I wasn't that kind of fan or that person that I was like, oh, okay. Like, I just think Disney dropped the ball on the marketing for this show. I've said that I so many got, times. I think they had too much to market and too much going on that they, they didn't, didn't give know this the focus and the time that it needed. I just, I think that they should have given it the attention that they're giving the Obi-Wan series already. Because yeah. they're not doing anything for Boba Fett. And, like, babes, the yeah. show is over now. It's weird because, like, 
I know that like technically Star Wars and Marvel can't aren't competitors because they're in the same company. But they are. But like you put Book of Boba Fett up against I know I also it's a movie, so it doesn't count. But like No Way Home. You put it up against when Shang Chi was streaming. Yeah. Like you put it up against the Marvel fandom, which if we're gonna compare the um insanity not I don't mean insanity and like and so I mean it in like the power that they have to get streaming numbers up and to get like people talking about stuff and trending Marvel is, is like at one direction at their highest right now yeah like you don't go up against them right now because they're finally just like intersecting Getting all the universes and doing everything but yeah and versus also... the Star Wars show they're like where do we fit this in in the schedule of when we can get it time and I think they just kind of like got lost and were like we'd have to put it out so we're going to put it here and hopefully it gets traction. If not, we're going to have to figure it out after. Yeah. It feels like they almost treated it as like leftovers to yeah. like, oh, well, like when can we, when, hmm, when in the schedule are we free to drop this? Uh, but I also yeah. think like after those movies, a lot of people kind of lost their interest in Star Wars. And like the only hope was Mandalorian because they dropped at least one season of that before. Mm-hmm. right so like there was already traction and attention for it when it came back and I think that part of the marketing like flop is to try to uh, like avoid spoilers so they're like we can't like tell you that much that you might get excited about because we don't want you to know that much just yet yeah you know and like I feel like only like people within the Star Wars fandom are paying attention to like the core actors of Book of Boba Fett in the first few episodes that they would be the ones to turn on the interviews when they're doing interviews or to get them trending when they're doing it outside of that they don't have as I don't know they just don't have the same traction that people like Pedro Pascal do yeah that like regardless if you're watching the Mandalorian you're you see him on tv and you're like oh I'd watch that interview yeah, like you're not. It they just sadly don't have the same traction in the marketing sense, and so that could be like a lot of reasons why they just didn't get the same attention that they should have. Yeah, I just I know for a fact, like Boba Fett is an interesting character, and he's mm-hmm. a great character. Yeah. Like after watching this, I liked him a lot more than I did before because I obviously learned more about him than I had before. But I just I know for a fact, like timeline was quiet for Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> Twitter timeline, quiet, which is yeah. crazy for the stuff that happened. But as soon as Obi-Wan picks up, oh, everyone's going to be back to being a huge Star Wars fan. Because, again, they're going to bring back that nostalgia that this didn't have because they were trying to be modern so much. But You know what, like, kind of annoys me mm-hmm. is that Marvel was always supposed to be summer and Star Wars should have always been winter. Like, that's just how it should have sat. Yeah. It makes sense. It works. Marvel just makes sense but for Marvel summer like superheroes their, do. That's what I'm saying. But then Marvel pushed their stuff later and they had TV shows and stuff going all year long. So then their big movies would come out streaming or come out at the end of the year. And then poor Star Wars was like, oh, this is our time. Why? Because we know Star Wars after Solo wasn't doing as successful in the summer. So they had yep. to push everything to the winter. And then all the releases, I can go on on this. They all the releases, releases. Guys started getting pushed to the winter. Why? It also lines up with toy sales. You know what? I could go on and talk about this for a very long time. It's just, but it, I it think they just really got a little screwed. Pipeline. So I'm interested to see how the Obi Wan show will do because it's coming out star summer season. I'm also interested to see what Disney is going to do. And, Not just like Disney the company, but like Disney parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to go crazy. 
Also, uh, Obi-Wan's coming out only a few weeks after Doctor Strange comes out. And that's just, like, I think it's starting. With, uh, like, they'll have two weeks after them coming out. So, and I like, again, think... will, they will be direct competitors on, like, the timeline. I was going to say, I think it's Doctor Strange, then Obi-Wan. And I'm pretty sure that by the time, or around the time that Obi-Wan ends, it's going to be, like, six, seven weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Thor's supposed to come out July. Yeah. So it's going to go Doctor Strange, Obi-Wan, Thor. Mm-hmm. Disney. Come on, white men. Come on, white men. Take my money. <laughs> take it take it bitch <laughs> i i'm very intrigued as like to the obi-wan show but i'm also worried yeah this is one where i'm like okay as long as i don't either- have any expectations for star wars i'm normally fine this is either gonna go well or horrible yeah and not because of obi-wan but because of the writing and the fandom well, that's that's always a given. But you know, Star as Wars. the Star Wars Day and Star Wars episode nears closer and closer and closer, we could talk more and more and more about it. Oh yeah, no, we that <laughs> that episode will be like what three hours long? Oh my god, it'll be fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. Oh my gosh, uh, I was literally about to pull down my baby Yoda and my Darth Vader. <laughs> pull them? And no, they're like pretty high up. Oh okay, maybe Any- I'll have it later. <laughs> okay. Grogu. Anyways, um, last piece of news. Mm-hmm. Oscar nominations came out. Yes. And I will say, I am extremely surprised. I didn't even see this movie. I'm just extremely surprised that the Academy noticed Kristen Stewart in Spencer. And they gave her a nomination. Yep. I- I'm shocked. And I'm happy. I haven't seen it, but I'm happy. I hope she wins purely out of spite. Yeah, purely out of spite. See, out of everyone that was nominated, I'm not too familiar with most of them. I did see um, Jessica Chastain in Tammy Faye, mm-hmm. and she she was insane. <laughs> Murdered that. I also now listen. You know me. I love Andrew Garfield, and I'm so happy he got a nomination. Mm-hmm. But also, he was insane in Tammy Faye. Yeah. He was really good. But I can see why they gave him this for Tick, Tick, Boom instead. Mm -hmm. But they also don't notice musicals very much. Yeah. So that's another kind of interesting fact about that. But uh, are there any nominations that stood out to you? Uh, I think the lack of diversity stood out to me. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I again, I counted. And I think when I counted it, I think I saw... Um, five women of color of everything that was on screen nominations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like the Oscars. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, that number could be smaller. I could be thinking of like a five people of color. Yeah. People. Yeah. Just like I'll have total. To check again, but I'm like, oh god. Like they're just. Um, I also always forget that like things like the Oscars and the Grammys are like rigged and I can't like oh. take it personally or think that it actually matters. But um, I will be mad every year. Yeah. I, it's I always consistently be disappointed. Yes. It's an endless cycle every yes. year. I'm excited. Then the night happens. I'm ready. I'm on the couch mm-hmm. waiting. 
and then I get upset after it ends without fail every year I mean it's my tradition at this point yeah I think the pop has to do an Oscar special (laughs) this year or a screening party I'm such a dumbass I literally be like oh my god we should host it (laughs) (laughs) um academy I know we just talked some shit but uh are you looking for a host too maybe thank you thank you so much they like me they really like they like me that's actually my favorite part of the oscars is the speeches 100 percent. that's my favorite part really yeah i like the red carpet Mm, i don't like the red carpet as much because it's not as fun yeah i just like to see what everyone's wearing i like to see the gowns to be honest that's I like to hear everyone's speeches, and I like them to be like, and I'd like to thank my, like, eighth grade math teacher. <laughs> and I love it when they're it's like. It's Adele. Oh, my gosh. My favorite is when they're like, and to the kids at home, you can be here, too. And I'm like, I don't know how to edit, babes. I don't like, know how I don't to know how to do CGI. No, but you sit on the couch, and you go, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. I could do that. I could yeah. do or, yeah. or my favorite is when they, like, look to the camera, and they're like, we have to do better. We mm-hmm. have to save our planet. And I'm like, literally, you're a millionaire. What are you talking? You are in a room with the most influential people in the world. Why are you talking to me? Why are you telling me at my minimum wage, not yeah. even nine to five job, that I have to save the planet? You do it, babes. Also, Don't Look Up was nominated for Best Picture. I have um, so many words. So many. I think... <laughs> I think Don't Look Up Being Nominated is a great example of Hollywood going, we have to do better. It's literally. And they think. Literally. I, that. Li- the Academy thinks if Don't Look Up wins that like global warming will be fixed. They, they will have saved our planet. We did And that it. what and then, happened in that movie did, yeah. is not going to happen And then Leonardo DiCaprio can keep going in his private jets with Jeff Bezos and no one's going to care. And the 24-year-old women. We saw Leo. We, we we know Leo. Yes, we saw. But but let me just go through really fast. Best picture. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know if there's normally this many, but there's like ten. There's a lot. Hmm. It seems like a lot to me. I but, always um, think a six, but maybe I'm wrong. This year it is Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune. I have more words about that. Uh, King Richard. Licorice Pizza, which I also have words for that. Uh, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, and West Side Story, which I have lots of words for that. (laughs) Do you have any that you think will win, or are there any that you haven't heard of that you Mm, want to watch? I think Don't Look Up has a good chance because it's a kiss-ass movie. I think, honestly, I think uh, King Richard doesn't stand a chance. I think um, Nightmare Alley could but it didn't get enough talk i don't think that marriage stands a chance i think it um, the hype wasn't big enough i don't think yeah like it could because it's guillermo del toro and like they love i've heard nothing but great things about it it, but it didn't get enough yeah um and uh dog i think dog has a really good chance the power really good chance yeah my parents watched it and they said it was like I, like yeah. it was I mean, you watched two hours of just cowboys talking and, and they said the acting was great like the acting awards are probably gonna get given to those people mm-hmm. but story i mean they were like oh 
honestly, aside from that, I have heard nothing, but this movie was incredible. Like every single thing I've seen, every article, every review, everything has said this movie was the best. So, I mean, I think based on just audience reception and critical reviews, that has a really good chance. And I would say don't look up and power the dog probably to me have the best chance right now. Okay. And you don't think don't look up is because it's actually a a great film. I think because it's a kiss ass movie. Yeah. And I don't mean kiss ass, but they're like, wow, you're doing so I think because it's a huge Hollywood cast where a ton of the people that are in the cast and worked on the movie vote in the Academy. Yeah. I also and they're think friends. that them being nominated for this award for this movie, it's exactly what the movie was trying to show of how Hollywood just wants to capitalize off of global warming and our it's... planet dying and us being in danger. And this the is guys... the exact thing that they were talking about yeah the guys that said the message didn't get the message you know no it makes me actually kind of mad that it got nominated i'm not even gonna lie to you yeah like when i saw that i laughed because i was like you gotta be fucking kidding me it was not good i no don't get me wrong i think the look of it was great i really like the direction there were good aspects like there are parts that i was like that's good i wouldn't have put it at film of the year you know there's a reason why when it dropped twitter was quiet there's so, a reason. Sorry. I mean, I, watch it once. Yeah, but it was again, cute. I'm, when you're competing against, like, anything else, it <laughs> put it up against Encanto. <laughs> see, <laughs> see if it could win then. Guess they who's going to talk about Bruno? They were scared. Guess who's going to talk about that Bruno. much? Yeah. <laughs> Not Leo. <laughs> Not Leo. <laughs> yeah. I... No, no, no. Um, now, I'm kind of shocked about Licorice Pizza because I haven't heard great things about this movie. And it just, again, feels like, like, hey, look, there's some famous people in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, you know, um, uh, oh, my God, what's his name? Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. It's his film, which, like, he's making his comeback or, you know, making another film. I also think that was the Academy's quirky choice. Yeah, you know they it's have their, to like, like kind of somewhat indie, like they have kinda. the political, inspirational, artsy, yeah. quirky, dramatic. Like they have to like balance out their choices. Yeah, yeah. and they're like, "What could we do? We could so." And they're like, "Hey, I heard this movie that's like it's like a candy and like an Italian food." And they're like, "Skittle spaghetti," and they're like, "No, that's not it." And they're like, it's, "No, no." Um, Sour Patch Lasagna? No. Yeah. I mean, just, like, write it down and we'll figure it out in a minute. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm intrigued to watch it. I haven't watched it. I know we talked about this already, but, like, I I haven't watched it. Um, I know Dune will not win. No. That's one that I know. And I think that it'll win some awards, for sure, for, like, sound editing, visuals, like, things like that. But it's not winning Best Picture. Mm-mm. Sorry. Sorry about it. I don't think so. I hope not. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for West Side Story to be nominated. I don't think it's going to win. At all. I don't think a remake should win Best Picture. No. I think Regardless there's certain of how things that it can is. make. Or like, like how in Dune, there are certain like components of it that 
could win. Yeah, but like, but the film itself, no. Adaptations, one thing. Remake, different. Sorry. Like direct remake, different. Um, who are you rooting for, actress wise, actor wise, like m- main categories? Mm, I feel like Kristen. Mm-hmm. Out of spite. Okay. And, um, I don't who Who would give a good speech? Honestly, um, out of all of the best actors, I'm gonna say Will, Denzel, or Andrew. Andrew would give a good speech. I'm gonna go Andrew. Yeah. I think that he would give a good speech. Yeah. And not in the way of, like, Oh my god, I'm so like No, no, he'd give a good this. one. He'd just be like the, the really, really intense artist kind of one. Like yeah, you know how, and he got um, to like portray an artist that never got awards and got their flowers. Like it would be like a very good Maybe they'll maybe they'll give him that for that reason. Or give it to him for that reason. Yeah. It'd be a like very, a... that would be a good full circle moment. That'd yeah. be nice. That'd I agree. Good. I agree. Um this also it made history this year. Jesse Plemons and uh, Kristen Dunst are a real couple, like married in real life, and they were on or in the Power of the Dog together, and they both got nominated. And that's never happened before. Okay. Oh well, it's them, and then also um, Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem, I believe. I think mm-hmm. she's... they're also both nominated. Yeah, so they both made history this year, which is wild. And um, Andrea Pusi is nominated for Best Supporting Actress. If she was to win, her and Rita Morano would be the only two actresses to both win Best Supporting Actress for the same role. That's crazy. Which, That's then I'm rooting for that to happen. Like, it's not like I actually am like, no, they were definitely the best. I'm just going to be like, ooh, something fun could happen. I want it. Yeah. I feel like, again, <laughs> the Oscars are rigged. And I I could see them doing that just for the headlines alone. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. You know? Like, yeah, they're almost kind of doing it for that. And they're like, yes! hmm Yeah. I don't know. I'm intrigued to see what will happen, but I also don't even know when the Oscars are going to be. Like, genuinely, I have no idea. (laughs) I think it's in March sometime, but I... They're normally February, but I'm guessing they got pushed back. They did get pushed back, I know, for a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I want the drama. I want somebody to fall. Like, I... I want a J-Lo. Or not J-Lo. J-Lo. Again, as I'm just talking really quickly about my celebrity speeches, I just want to say really quick, um, death to the relatable celebrity. Screw it. I don't want you to, like, eat pizza anymore. I want you to be so unattainable. I want a fantasy. I don't want, like, oh, my God, I'm so nervous that I, like, had a burger before I came out in the record. No. No. You're wearing, like, the most expensive dress you've ever seen in your life. You're playing Tell a us character. you're going to Give eat it caviar. To Give it to us. Give us the fantasy. I'm over it. Give clearly, us the glamour that we want. Babes, that we clearly, want. After 2020, you know? we know we are not in the same tax bracket. <laughs> we, I don't need you to pretend like you go to the Dollar Tree. It's okay. I'm over it. Give me the fantasy. That's yeah. all I want to say. That's all I want to say. That's it. Listen, I think the pop should do some interviews at the Oscars. I what think it should. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Let me talk to my people and I'll get back to you on that, okay? You know the interview with uh, Kylie and Kendall and Jennifer Lawrence when they go, what is yes. the last word in uh, the Hunger Games? And she goes, um, end. And they go, no, it's go. And she goes, 
No, what kind of book would ending go? You guys clearly don't read a lot of books. <laughs> that's, that's what we should do. That's my dream interview. <laughs> that's what we should do. I want to go up to the red carpet, see, see Andrew Garfield, and just scream, just scream bloody murder when I see him. If I saw Andrew Garfield on the red carpet, I go, so how does it feel to be a liar? <laughs> He'd probably laugh. He probably would. <laughs> I'd be like, hi, Peter, number... What Three. number? <laughs> He'd be like, what number are you? Three. Three. Yeah. So I would, what was I it like working with about... Tobey Maguire? Um, how's Tom Holland? You know what I would do to every single I like actor? Do you like Tom I'd Holland? Go, I'd go, Jennifer, 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 Jennifer. And when they go, yeah, I'd go, do you like acting? <laughs> <laughs> no, if I saw Andrew Garfield, you know what I'd do? How's Zendaya? <laughs> I like... You like Zendaya? <laughs> and, like, in their face, too. Like, you know the SNL sketch with um uh, Bill Hader when he's, like, the old weatherman? Yeah. And he's like, all right, what happened? And I'd be like... And he, like, hit him on the face. That's what mm-hmm. I would do. Yeah. Kick What's that makeup on? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. But, uh, that's it for the news. Yeah. The news of the week. Uh, you know, talk your ear off yet. Just yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Am I <Well>, right? <laughs> I know. Now we got to get into the sports. So, uh, oh, <laughs> so the B ball goes to the touchdown. No, um, huh? what we really have to talk about is the halftime the, show. The best part of the Super Bowl, the only part that matters. When I was watching it, my family was literally like, "Hey, we're going to take a walk," and I was like, "It's the halftime show," and they're like, "Yeah, the game's not on," and I was like, "It's the halftime show," and they're, like, yeah, I was no. like, "Do you want me to pause it?" And they're like, "Uh, sure," and I was like, "Actually, I don't, I don't want to pause it. Like, I want to have this moment." Yeah, like they did watch it though. They did. I was gonna say, how? Okay, I, no, I'm not <laughs> even gonna start. I'm not even gonna start. I would but... just like to say, I had very low expectations going into this one. I did too. I did. I too. don't really know why because I was like, I knew I was gonna like the music. I just mm-hmm. like didn't really know how they were gonna pull it off. And so I was like, I'm gonna go in with low expectations, so I'm not like upset. Uh, blew it out of the water. Yeah. I think, well, I had a couple of reasons why I didn't have high expectations for it. And one was because of how many people there were headlining it, where mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you can't have that many headliners, right? Yeah. If you're going to have a headliner, do like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, right? Headliners. Mm-hmm. Then like guest features, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, like on mm-hmm. that, right? But the fact that they were all headliners is like a little weird given that they all kind of worked a song and a half two songs i think it kind of worked though yeah like it all it worked together pretty well yeah i think another reason and i'm gonna get into this because i have like the research of the super bowl halftime shows that i've done Mm -hmm. um but whenever i watch a halftime show or one that i really like it's a performance. This artist is a performer and they can do choreography or they have a huge stage presence. You know, it's not like I'm just watching someone play a song, right? Mm-hmm. Like they are able to captivate an entire stadium. And again, I I will stand by this. I don't think Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg did that. It was fun to see them in their element, having fun on the stage, but like they were probably my least favorite part of the whole thing. And 
you know, that's just my personal opinion, but that's what I look for in a Super Bowl halftime show. And maybe that's because I'm tired of the football and I want something to catch my attention again. But yeah. I mean, I think when it comes to Super Bowl halftime show, I am looking literally just to have a good time. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't honestly, I don't even care about the artistry of it. Like, I don't. Like, it needs to be, like, just the most fun and entertaining thing. I don't want anything deep. I don't want to think. No. 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 That is not what today is about. So, for me, I was, like, they came out and they're, like, West Coast. California. Like, I was, like, yeah, absolutely. The set, absolutely. 100%. Genius. Gorgeous. Stunning. Amazing. Incredible. Nostalgic. Timeless. Wow. Um, Even just the beginning. Like, it just worked for me. And I don't think it was kind of the evidence that I'm like, I guess you don't need to be like the Beyonce, like, don't, 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 like this very big dramatic thing to like get everyone to feel like, you know what? I'm having a good time. It doesn't have to be like the drama of it. It can just be. Fine. Okay. That's how I feel, which right. is why, like when I think about like the weekend and whatnot, and this is not against the weekend. I just feel like he was such a weird choice. When I think of what I'm looking for for a Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. Which I'm, st- I'm till this day, still shocked that he was actually picked. As just him. Yes. Like, that's the part that I'm shocked like about. someone else. That it was just the weekend. Yeah. And I stand by that. And I, he, he did a good job. Not, not that, that the show was that. Bad. I'm just shocked that he was actually picked. Yeah. That's the part just that's shocking. for himself. Yeah. Especially, like, it'd be, yeah. maybe it's me. Especially because he's not American. <laughs> <laughs> and in my head like I remember like I was like oh the Spice Girls should do the Super Bowl like when I was much younger and yeah. I was like no they're like not American this is like our thing yeah this is for us and so I don't know maybe it was like an American pride moment that like I've just solidified in myself that like the halftime performers should be representing America yeah I, I, I made that. that up but That's I mean we also made had up Shakira standard. yeah no this monster. was a made up standard this was made up this is not real it's like Shakira <laughs> let me be clear this was yeah. not real. I made that up for myself. And it, like, lives in the back of my head that every time Super Bowl runs around, I'm like, are they American? No, no, no. It, it's, it's online. You can find it online. Oh, really? It's a rule made by... No. Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, no way! <laughs> I can't believe you believed me. I thought the, the joke was clear. <laughs> you were really serious. Oh, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> you felt, like, really confident in your answer. oh my god um yeah um i don't know i i will say this year the one thing that set is incredible but the one thing my dad told me that i didn't even realize until i was rewatching it is only half of the stadium got to see it which is so fucked up but i did realize a lot of the time they do only face one way for the show no matter what, if you're only facing one way of the show, it doesn't matter who it is. That is fucked up. No, but I realized most of the halftime shows, as I was watching, because I was thinking that too, and I was like, damn, especially because it's like closed off on the other side. For I, at least 90% of the halftime shows I've seen, they're all facing one way. So if you're on the other side of the stadium, you're only seeing the back half of the performance, regardless. That's so fucked. This so is fucked why up. I talked about Harry Styles being well, on the but- ride for this tour and how I'm not really sure if he's an in the round performer. Yeah. Because that is well, really. Well, because it's a struggle difficult yeah that's just a really hard thing to do and when you have like the Super Bowl which literally is months and months and months and months and months of planning and choreography and like 
working out every single detail and they don't even do it in the round. Yeah. I will say like the only thing with the one-sidedness of this was that they blocked it off with walls. Mm -hmm. Like you physically could not see anything. And if I bought a Mm -hmm. ticket behind it, I'd be pissed because all they got to see was Eminem in the back of Snoop Dogg and Dr. Gray. I think you get, it's a cheaper ticket. Oh, like I think it's like, I'm sure when you buy that ticket, you know, you're seeing the back half without a doubt. But I Which, would if you're going pissed. to the Super Bowl, I'd be like, well, I, I got the cheaper ticket. What do I expect? The thing is, if I was going to the Super Bowl, which I'm probably not ever going to, babes, I'm going to buy the ticket where I can watch the halftime show. That's what I'd be there for. Which is why I'm saying I'm probably never going to go. <laughs> like, it's just not going to happen. It's not feasible. Yeah. Um, but what was your favorite part or favorite artist from this year? Um, uh, Kendrick. I agree. Kendrick came out and I was like, mm. he's the one, honestly, that surprised me. I, I was shocked. I forgot that he's like an incredible performer. I know. And like, he came out and I, I literally, I yelled. Like, I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Actually, I take that back. You know who's my favorite performer? Anderson Pack. Yeah. He literally came, he came on the street and I went, Anderson Pack, me too. I literally, I didn't know. I wasn't in my house alone. We were having a Super Bowl party and everyone was outside. I thought I was alone. And I went, oh my God. <laughs> my Aunt Essie was in the kitchen. Like, I, I, I was so embarrassed, but I'm so proud of you. I know. My I'm mom so literally, she came to me later and she's like, did you see Anderson Pack before me? I was like, yeah, I love. You see that you beanie? You didn't hear the scream? You didn't you hear the that scream? Beanie? But you see the beanie, I, you see that smile. He was a you know. good surprise. Also, it fifty so cent sweet. hanging like a bat was fun. Yeah, that that was insane. Loved it. Also, I will say the dancers oh, and choreography was um, oh my god, so good. Hold on, it's a really really famous uh, choreographer who did the whole thing. I'm blanking on her name. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mmm. Mmm. Oh my god, what? Why am I blanking? I know it starts with an F. Fatima oh. Robinson. Mm. She's an insanely like iconic choreographer. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but she choreographed the whole thing. So, of course, the choreography was going to be great. Yeah. But, yeah. I was sitting there, especially during Kendrick's. Like, I was like, oh. I oh. Honestly, the oh. part that the choreography came out to me was 50 cents. Like, yeah. the dancers behind him. I was like, oh. Well, oh. On, like, that's not to be I, rude, but they kind of carried. They did. Like, Without them? I, uh, I, yeah. I just can't get over the set. The set was just so good. It was really cool. It was so like, I think it was weird, like, when they announced it, I was like, oh, for LA? And then, like, I realized, I was like, uh, yeah, for LA. <laughs> like, I'm that, like, um, Eminem's from Detroit. And I was like, you ne- we need to get over it. Yeah. Well, he's the one where I was like, okay, a bit yeah, that's odd. What I said, I was like, like, he doesn't really fit the sound of everybody else. I get why, because it's Dr. Dre. I get it. Yeah. But, but I also think that, like, if you're going to do Eminem, do Eminem. Like, have him be, like, half the show. You know, he has enough hits to supply himself as half the show. He got way too small of a slot for who he is and how big he is. Like, obviously, Lose Yourself, it started, and everyone was like, oh, 
It's lose yourself. Oh my god. Stop the show. Yeah. Oh my god. But like yeah, I just think he could have done another show another year with a bigger slide. Maybe he will. I I don't think he will or should. Now, I don't, I don't like think... him as a person. I don't think he's again but... according to my standards of a Super Bowl halftime show. I don't think he'll meet the standard. Yeah. I just mean in iconicness and discography. You could, he could do a good concert, but I don't think, like, even, like, choreography-wise, and just, like, if you were watching the show at the stadium, well, he no. didn't. He had people jumping up and down, like, it, so, like, it, no. But you know what I mean? It's, like, a guest, like, a guest spot. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, he wouldn't be able to have it just Eminem is mm-hmm. the, you know, the artist, but, like, if he was a guest spot and got a little bit more time than what he got. Yeah. I don't know if he'd want to. He doesn't seem like that kind of guy. I think he does. I think he's like, yeah, I got the money. I did it. I'm fine. He was like, that just seems like Eminem. I feel like he could care less. Mom spaghetti. Yeah. Vomit on his way. Oh, hello? (laughs) He's nervous. (laughs) He's nervous. But on the surface, he looks cold and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting that the whole town, the whole crowd goes mm-hmm. so loud. Mm-hmm. He opens his mouth, mm-hmm. but the words, words don't come out. out. He's smoking now. Everybody's choking mm-hmm. now. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Period. Snap back to reality. To reality. <laughs> oh, the ghost gravity. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, speaking of guest spots, I'm going to talk about like some other Super Bowl performances really quick. Yes. Um, I think we can all agree. To me... One of the smartest Super Bowl decisions. I already know what you're say. Yeah. Bringing back Beyonce and Bruno and Mars. Mars. Because Are you joking? Bruno Mars, I, okay, I could be wrong. He did the one or two years prior to that. Yes, I believe so. And it was like the year in between he came up with Uptown Funk. And everyone's like, if he had had this when he had done Super Bowl, the crowd would have gone insane. And I remember they announced he was going to be a guest spot. And I was like, Oh. oh, oh, hell yes! You did it! You did it! You did See, that! No, smart. He to me, he and like Beyonce are the standard that I look for in a Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. Where like I'm like yes, yes, like everything just feels like it's so well thought out, mm-hmm. and like the effort is a thousand percent. Yeah, And at least with, like, Bruno Mars, like, I know Beyonce is Beyonce, right? Like, that's just a given. But Bruno Mars, it's like, she, he has this little, like, group of backup dancers that just look like they're having fun. Like, it's just a good vibe. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what, what I love. That's what I'm saying, where the, when it comes to the halftime show, I'm, I just want to have a good time. Yeah. I, I don't care about the artistry. And I know that all of the pieces are there are art. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that, like, I don't need you to be, like, look at me being, like, the absolute best singer in the world. I'm like, I, you could lip sync, honestly, for all I care, as long as we're having a good time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, it should be more about, like, I'm trying to put on a good, happy show for the entire world mm-hmm. than I'm trying to show off my artistry and what yeah. a good artist I am. That is for the concert when people are paying you to be an artist for them. To yeah. me, this is like the show. Mm-hmm. Like it's as iconic as Beyonce, it's a tailgate. Is, I feel like her guest spot in that Coldplay year is almost better. Yes, because of the fact of how riled up that crowd got. Like the energy was obviously her just being like, "Look, I'm back and I'm ready to have yeah. fun." 
Also, formation with a marching band? Or are you joking? Also, are you joking? When she had done, we just went. Also, also, uh-huh. also, um, also, also. But when Beyonce had originally done her first halftime show, I think she had a little bit more under of like this was her comeback. This is me after I have my child. Like, look what I'm still here. Versus when she came back with Coldplay, she was like, "I'm having a good time." Yeah, she's I, like, "I, I have, have nothing shit to, prove. to prove to anybody." I'm she's literally like, I'm Beyonce. Like, bitch, I just dropped one of the biggest albums. No promotion again. Like, I have nothing to lose. I'm here to have a good time because my song's great and you all want to watch me perform. Yeah. And I'm put on a show. And I'm having fun. I also, back to Bruno Mars really fast, I do think him, his year that he performed at the Super Bowl was almost like the weekend where he was just a little too early. Yes. You know? Like, when it was announced, of course everyone loves Bruno Mars, but I was like, weird choice given that he has two albums. He was too early and Justin Timberlake was too late. And okay. Katy Perry was too late. Ka- <sighs> Katy Perry was like an album or two late. Katy Perry's makes me so sad. She, because she and- is exactly what the Super Bowl needs. Mm-hmm. And they oh, gave it to her at the wrong time. If they like gave it, it was- to her in maybe 2013, 2012. Mm-hmm. Which everyone would have said that was too early, but it would have been perfect. No, it would have been perfect. Yeah. Because technically, like her, I don't want to say golden era, but like... When you think of Katy Perry, you're thinking of Teenage Dream, right? And that's where mm-hmm. the camp started. That that era, I don't know if she's ever going to get back to that. Yeah. But just genuinely from how iconic that is as an era itself, like it should have been somewhat in the same realm as that. Maybe right after uh, Prism. Yeah. Like immediately after Prism. Yeah. It should have been the promo. You can't Prism. wait. Exactly. You can't wait. Yeah. Like, you can't Which is why when Coldplay uh, did theirs, it was kind of like a weird time for Coldplay as well. Coldplay's just such a weird choice. Like, I get that I also get it, they're but... one of those, like, we're just having a good time, we're happy. But yeah. it was like, they were smart because they were like, we know nobody wants to hear us right now. We know <laughs> they, like, all we everybody know. wants to hear is formation of Tom Funk. That's we literally know. all they want to hear. And we know that, and we're going to give that to you. Because what we serve. Yeah. <laughs> And a side of Coldplay, baby. Like, literally, yeah. they were, like, a side of Coldplay. And it was great. It was exactly they knew what they, they were doing. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we talked about Justin Timberlake a little bit. But I would like to say, personally, and that's one of my favorite Super Bowl halftimes. I think that it's incredible. And maybe that's because I listened to Justin Timberlake so much growing up. And, like, I looked up to him growing up. But, like... That halftime show blew me away. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember it very well. Okay. Um, okay. I do remember the Prince tribute. Yeah. And that's all that I like very distinctly remember yeah. of that halftime show. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I was going to say. I feel fine. nothing towards it. Yeah. Like I don't remember being like, oh. <laughs> that was I don't remember it being Maroon 5's oh lord have mercy that whole year was a mess mm-hmm. all, was- of oh. all of it all of it what they needed was what Coldplay did and they didn't have that no <laughs> no because we and can't it's- trust Adam to do that <laughs> well the thing is it's not even that like Coldplay or that Maroon 5 doesn't have the hits to 
like supply itself. Mm-hmm. But that is another example of you need the stage presence to carry the halftime show. Which is another example of they should have done it earlier if they were going to do it. Exactly. Which I still think Maroon 5 is also kind of like a weird choice to do it. It's a weird choice, but it's also such a universal, like, yeah, we, you know, like almost every big Maroon 5 hit. Where, like, it's guaranteed to have a crowd, like, oh, I don't yeah. like this song. Yeah. Oh, well, then you know what? Yeah. They should have had, like, Kelly Clarkson do it. Kelly! <laughs> like, if we're going to go off of, like, um, <laughs> they just got a bunch of hits, then I'm like, uh, you should have the American Idol. She fits all my standards. Actually, do you want to hear a fun fact? Yes. I went to the Maroon 5 and Kelly Clarkson tour in ninth grade. And you know what you said when you were there? You're like, she should do the halftime show. I didn't. Oh, but I do now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was there not for Kelly. I was there for Maroon 5, actually. But if it were now, I'd be there for Kelly and not Maroon 5. Bum, bum, bum. Sorry. Um, I'm just going to go through. I have some notes. Okay. Um, another one of my favorite halftime shows, and this, maybe it's because I'm a big fan of this artist, but also just because they're an amazing performer, it's Lady Gaga. Oh, come on. Yeah. Come Lady on. Gaga, again, was like one of those very smart ones where it was like she's going to have a good time, but she's also going to be like, this is a celebration of me. Yeah. Where, Which, like, honestly, if you're going to be performing at the halftime show, it should, but it should feel like a celebration. Like a fun celebration. Yeah. You know, not to be like, look at I'm so amazing. Yeah. I'm incredible. Like, mm-hmm. you could be amazing and incredible and you can show that, but you should also be like, and we're here to party. And we're having a good time. We're all going to be singing and dancing for maybe 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Let's have a good time. There you go. I loved yeah. it. I thought it was smart. I thought everything worked. I thought she looked incredible. I thought the costumes were really smart. The costumes were so like, cool. Even the hair change, all of it. It was, it was, that was one of those where you're like, the timing on that was perfect. Amazing. That was, but it's, it was also the right kind of time and place for Gaga. Yeah, it was. Looking back, of... it was the right time and place. Yeah, it was a weird time, like, when I think back on it, given that it was her Joanne era, and that's, like, the one that no one wants to recognize, but she also had a giant hit in that era. That's what I'm saying, like, I think it was, like, like, the right time and place, because it was an era that, like, was a little bit more acceptable among people that wouldn't always listen to Gaga, like, when they were listening to the hits of Joanne, they were like, oh, wait, this is Gaga? And they yeah. kind of feel like it was the right time and place for like just like the general public to be like, oh, I know that one thing I really like, and I also remember all these others that maybe yeah. I didn't listen to, but I remember them. See, that's why that's another like thing that the artist who's performing should have is hits that just everyone can know. Mm-hmm. You know, you you shouldn't be too specific to like, oh, I'll only know two Lady Gaga songs, right? Yeah, you've at least heard most of these songs quite a lot. Just because they were radio hits and they were big and they still live up to the hype is when they came out, you know? Yeah. And we're back. Hello. We're back. Sorry. Technical difficulty. A little difficulty there, but we're back. We're good. And uh, where, did we, where did we leave off? We were talking about... You, you were going to give us some uh, notes on our Super Bowl. Yes. Um, we were talking about gaga from what Mm -hmm. i remember Mm -hmm. um i also have something to say about super bowl halftime and it the effect with social media especially twitter the meme 
the memeability of a halftime show also is what will like skyrocket it into uh-huh. being, you know, a good one to being one that'll be remembered for a very long time. And Gaga is a big example of that, you know, when she jumped off the roof. <laughs> or, uh-huh. you know, they one nation and for all. <gasps> Boom. Just like flying in. Um, immediately thinking of Left Shark. Oh my god! I forgot about Left Shark. Also, thinking of that picture of Beyonce that she tried to get removed from the internet. What picture of Beyonce? You don't know the picture of Beyonce? I have no memory of that. It's this picture of her during the halftime performance and she, like, got, like, looks really aggressive in it. And, like, because they're getting her, like, mid-dancing and she makes, look up the I think it's like Beyonce halftime show bad picture. Okay, I'm on it. <laughs> I yeah, I have no memory of that. Let's see. Um, another memeability or memeable halftime performance that we already talked about. Um, Maroon Five, Travis Scott with the SpongeBob. Now that uh, that was smart. That was the best part of the whole thing. Yeah, and it was a really smart move, especially. For Travis Scott because mm-hmm. let's be real he was kind of an odd guest to have like it wasn't his time yet to even be mm-hmm. a guest so that was something to make his set rem- like memorable you know yeah oh of course I remember that picture of Beyonce <laughs> I didn't realize it was that though mm-hmm. oh my god not that oh Beyonce that picture will live on forever. Yes. <laughs> it totally will. Um, let's see. What are the other Super Bowl halftimes? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Madonna. 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 Mad- okay. Madonna was a weird one. I feel like I she so- has the hits, but I don't know if it's just me. I'm just not a big fan of Madonna. It was a time to do Madonna. Yeah. Wasn't it like right when four minutes came out or am i crazy i think it was a little bit after that because that's a great song for that yeah but i don't think that's a justin was a guest for that i don't think so which again weird choice but okay yeah like she's like to me the idea of the hits are there but i don't know if like her energy is there like, she wasn't having fun. Yeah. You know? I feel like she just took it seriously. Which is what I feel like Madonna is all the time. <laughs> That's just my personal opinion. Um, you know, the, Michael Jackson was the... The standard. The standard for the Super Bowl halftime. He really kind of changed the, like, trajectory of the halftime show. Because mm-hmm. after that... It was never the same. The bar was raised. Yeah. And I believe that one was at the Rose Bowl, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So it's our local our local halftime show. Michael Jackson. What's up, MJ? <laughs> How you doing, man? Do you have a personal favorite halftime show? Um, I think favorite that I would like rewatch will probably be Gaga's. Yeah. Honestly, I watch that one a lot. Yeah. Like I 
go back and watch him maybe every couple I, months. I also think Jalen Shakira's doesn't get enough credit for as much as they did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it got a little overlooked, and that was, like, out fault of the year that it was. And after yeah. everything that had gone on, I was really tired and, like, trying to forget everything. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's weird because, like, Shakira did what I wanted J-Lo to do. Yeah. You know? But it's not that J-Lo was bad. No. It's just I was like, oh, well, I wanted what Shakira gave me. Shakira didn't match up. gave what needed to be given. Yeah. I think Shakira is also just overlooked a lot, especially in America. Like, everywhere else in the world, people freaking mm-hmm. bow at Shakira's feet because she's an incredible performer. But here, she tends to be overlooked a lot. And I think that that halftime show really showed that. Even after that, America still was like, yeah, fine, you know? Yeah. But you know who I think should um, do the next halftime show? Who? Uh, Lynn Moel Miranda. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just no, does I'm a in fif- for it. He does a 15 minute rap. No breaks, no different songs. It's one song, 15 minute song. I'd like to hear him just play the demos for all of his musicals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in uh, like, actuality, who should actually do it next year? And if it, they don't get this person by next year, I'm going to be upset. Don't you can't? Miley Cyrus. Oh, well, yeah. Like, the, yes. this, the, t- the time is now. The time I, the is, thing is this moment. If you're going to get Miley Cyrus, you have to do a whole, like, how this year was, like, the rappers. I want a whole rock that's, but show. That, that's what I'm saying. If Miley's the headliner, she'll get all those as the special guests. Like Stevie Nicks, Billy Idol. Yep. yep. Joan Jett will do it. Yep. That's just like Bitch. off of this album alone. I fucking bet she can get Dolly. I was going to say, like, I know that she would get Dolly to do it, but I don't know if it would work for like if they were doing a rock kind of thing. I don't care. I don't care. Bring Dolly on. She can just like, I want. There. She doesn't have to sing. She's just there. I want. I want Miley to cover Jolene. And Dolly joins her. That's what I want. Now is the time. Dolly, now, we're waiting. This moment, NFL. The time is now to get Miley Cyrus. Right now, you already had her do the tailgate. The time this is, is the now. pop's request for Miley Cyrus to play the Super Bowl halftime show. If there was ever a time, thank you. Now is the time. It's now. I also would request um, maybe one song by Billy Ray Cyrus, and it is "Achy Breaky Heart." Thank you. And you also bring out Lil Nas X. Yes, for Old Town Road. I'm just saying, Thank now you. is the time. She's got now, the hits. She's got the public opinion on her she's side. Got she's, the got the she's got the stage presence. Are you she's joking? She's got it all right now. Now I, is the also, time. They even did um, the Super Bowl, or SoFi had a Super Bowl weekend where this past weekend before the show, or the game, they had three nights in a row, and it was Halsey and Machine Gun Kelly one night. Next night was uh, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. And then the third night was Miley Cyrus and Green Day. And mm-hmm. they called it the Super Bowl. I don't remember if it was like showdown oh. something. But it was sponsored by the NFL. Can you imagine Green Day and Miley Cyrus like actually doing the halftime show? I'm just saying. Come on. It's time. Come on. I need it. We're waiting. Immediately. I I think, we talked about this, 
I think the Jonas Brothers would be a great contender as like a side, a side. Um, I think maybe like when they first came back, I honestly would have been fine with them headlining only because they have the hits and they're fun and colorful and it would have been just like no pressure, easy peasy. Everyone would been like, oh, it's burning up. Yay. I think now Jonas Brothers are DNC as the tailgate 110%. Yeah. But that, that, that needs to happen. Run, run Joe two checks. <laughs> he has to do two shows. I don't give a shit. He has to do two. Back to back, baby. Back to back. Booked and busy. Yeah. Isn't that what you would want? You're welcome. We are literally the Joe Jonas campaign. Yeah. Like, I Duh. will literally You're do welcome, anything Joe. for him. You're welcome. I should have a Stan Twitter account at this point. Yeah. Maybe I used to should. have the Joe Jonas poster up in my room when I was eight. So maybe it's a full circle moment, you know? Maybe I should get one again. There you go. Oh, you know who should also you know who should also do the halftime show? Uh Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He does he had has songs. And he was a football it's about player. Drive. It's about power. We stay hungry, we, we devour. devour. Put in the work, put in the hours, hours. And take, take what's hours. hours. You can't tell me that won't get him hype. You can't say that won't get them hype. I think he should do a pre show. I mean, he was a football player, so like he know he on stage, off stage, he's on the field, off the field. He also knows quite a lot about football because he was in the movie The Game Plan. He yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people think Ariana should do the halftime. Um, Ariana should do the halftime show next. Mm, no. no, no. I listen. I, I love her. Love. Her. I don't think she's maybe that guess girl. What? I don't maybe think she's the what? girl for it. I don't think she's a girl for it right now. I think maybe she could be, or if she did, it wouldn't be like we're watching Gaga. You know, like, I don't know. Yeah. There's just something a little, like, a little off about the idea, and I can't quite place it. Because technically, she would be a great person for it, but there's something off. And I can't tell you what. Hmm. And I love her. It's, yeah. (laughs) I think, like, it's not giving the what's the right word it's not giving what needed to be gave that's it yeah it's not that it's not celebratory it's not that it's not like performance it's not that maybe it's soft I'm not looking for soft yeah yeah I feel like she's one of the soft pop girlies it's yeah, a little too emotional soft. no babes we're, we're here to party Super Bowl is drinking a white clot 3pm <laughs> I hate that I literally was just like, I just thought, like, oh, she's too emotional. And I was like, hmm, Taylor Swift for Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like honestly too lyrical and deep. It's maybe too like deep. all too maybe? well to mint version. And that's like the entire show. Maybe Taylor Swift and Adele split. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I want Cher to do a spot. I think Little Mix should do it. They Cher don't. And they Mix. couldn't even tour in America. I think Cher and Little Mix, and then Niall Horan as the guest oh. spot, and then no. no, 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 headliner Fifth Harmony. 
<laughs> their reunion is actually the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show. To be honest. Yeah. That's iconic. Pause. One Direction. Reunion. The halftime show. They <laughs> With Drew Brees? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And uh-huh. they do like what they did for this one where they each come out and they like do their own little thing and then they get together and get get what they sing. Best song ever. <sighs> Work. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, if that were to happen, again, Harry, I love you. I don't want anyone cheering for watermelon sugar or that shit. You know what I want them cheering for? You know I used to be in one D now I'm not free. People want me for one thing. That's, that's not, not me. me. I'm not changing the that's what I want. It up. Yeah. It's gonna be I us. Want those. We're gonna be two people in the audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're gonna show us on the camera because we're like <laughs> that's how it should be. And Liam's gonna hand us a mic and be like, bitch. Dun, 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 uh, strip that down, girl. Love when you hit the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. Strip uh, that uh, down, uh, girl. Uh, Love when uh, you uh, hit uh, the ground. Uh, 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 Period. I, this isn't Super Bowl, but I think for a festival lineup, Liam Payne would eat. He would eat. Clean the plate. Yep. So would Lots Niall Horan. Honestly, any of them would. To be quite honest, I think most of them would. Why not just perform together? Literally. <laughs> it's One time. direction management team. I know you don't exist anymore, but I'm waiting. Ding, 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 ding. But at the end of the day, my pick for next year is 110% Miley Cyrus. Anything else, and I will be upset. I, I would like to see Doja Cat as a side spot yes. because again she's not big enough to do it itself mm-hmm. but she has exactly what we need the fun songs the stage presence everything mm-hmm. to get the crowd moving and hype yeah she's the perfect pick and i would say megan the stallion could as well but i don't think that she is the same um like, i think megan can PG her no I mean Doja can PG herself better than Megan can yeah. and the halftime show does have to be PG yeah and that's Which a problem is, that is a problem but a problem. I feel like Miley's in a very good era where she is like adult but can also easily like manipulate herself to be okay for a family audience and by family I don't mean yeah. like child I mean appropriate for a family yeah where the whole family can sit and watch the halftime show. And enjoy it. And maybe not the children grasp everything, but they're not, but the parents don't feel like they're exposing their children to anything. That she might be a step be... ahead of them. Yeah. And she can still be raunchy enough to the point where the kids don't understand, but like it, the parents will. Yeah. And I feel like Doja I... has a better ability of getting there than Megan would have to alter her lyrics too much and have to do too much to like cover things that she said or does. Like it would be, it'd be too difficult yeah. for Megan to do that. A little too hardcore. You know what I mean? It also takes away what makes her being like that. Yeah, it takes away what makes Megan Megan. I think, if anything, she could do the pre-show. Yeah, maybe. I feel like that'd be great. Depending on where it is. Yeah. Also, I don't think that they're at this level at all. But in my mind, a perfect pre-show performer, five seconds of summer. And that's just because it's me. 
Can you imagine Teeth as a Super Bowl pre-show banger? That song. You didn't have to put that in my head. That song. You didn't have to do that to me. What centuries by Fall Out Boy got? Also, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. We just did something. Wait, 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 wait. Pause it. Wait, pause. Wait, pause. You know what? No, no. Hold on. No, turn, turn off the cameras. Okay, turn off the cameras. But, but listen, emo night. Yes, the Super Bowl halftime show. I, d- I Why? don't know what to we do know those them. bands already work together. And I listen, just know th- and listen, listen, listen before you say anything else. Dem Lovato comes in, special guest. There's no pulse. There's no pulse. My pulse is gone. Can you- that would be it because you know how I... this one was like all the people that like were in their forties now were listening to like this music for this yeah. year's for like um, yeah Dre and everything yeah because now it's like the millennials era mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. Would... yeah NFL I yeah. be yeah Venmo or Apple you Pay can write or me Cash a check. App. You can write um, me a check you can contact me via email social media. For Listen. any um, design, planning, direction. All I'm saying is I know for a fact. Now, I'm not a huge fan of Brendan Urie myself, but I know for a fact the NFL is probably waiting on Panic at the Disco. Bitch, the and way Victorious that's... is about to blast through those speakers. Don't threaten if you me with a good me, time. Let me go. Also, what a shame the poor grooms bra- grooms bra- no. Yeah, what a shame oh, the shame, poor grooms grooms bride is a, a whore. And it could be like, is a what? I patriot. Huh? And everybody goes, a patriot, like the the team. Oh. I don't know. I'm kind of just okay. imagining, you know, like like they'll just shout like whatever. <laughs> I just I think that's a great idea. Can we just play the next two Super Bowls? Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we because did. again, like we're just having a good time. These are good times. You know what? Huh. I'm not waiting for Doja Cat for a different year because I also know that she does emo punk covers i want her in this one because uh-huh. then everyone who's like oh we don't we don't have enough from like different genres not everyone's gonna get their piece yes they will yes they will yes they will come on now. i need it immediately immediately i also i she's not american avril lavigne <laughs> because that's a rule because that's a rule that's actually a rule. that's a rule actually i don't know if you know that but you have to google it. it's a rule <laughs> Can you imagine Skater Boy at the fucking Super Bowl? I would live. Hey, hey, you, you, I like a girlfriend. I would pay money to see, like, Peyton Manning or someone on the sidelines, like, hey, hey, I know they're not on the sidelines for it, but I would pay money to see that all those guys just in their uniforms. like, they're like, I like a girlfriend. Also, Blink-182. Fall Out Boy. 
maybe My Chemical Romance. Actually, take it all back, Paramore for the entire halftime show. Because they've got the hits. Give Haley Williams her check now. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, instead it. of that festival, literally just make it the halftime show. Everybody gets 30 seconds. Literally. Also, you know make what I Make the most out? of your 30 seconds. <laughs> Give them 30 seconds of one song. They get to pick. Figure it out. Whatever part they want. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what I found out is that that festival actually, so you know how it was one day, right? So apparently they booked out the full weekend at that venue. Mm-hmm. But they're just copy and pasting all of those artists every day. So they're not splitting them up. They are doing the 60 plus artists for three days in a row. They said figure it out. That's not my problem. I gave you what you wanted. That's your thing now. How dumb is Live Nation? I'm so sorry, Live Nation. After after the devastation that was Astroworld, you really you want to chance this? Three times? They said, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't. Get out. I can't. Uh-huh. Out. Get we'll out. have to see, because I don't even know what to say. There's nothing to say. Yeah. Now, <laughs> if it was, like, super cheap, maybe I'd go. Just um, to like, maybe I'll go to the bar now. Like, maybe I'll, I'll see if I can swing it. Maybe I go. Yeah. <laughs> would you ever want to go to a Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. Just like, who would not want to say that they've been to a Super Bowl? Yeah. You know, I like mean, the experience of it. It's kind of like, maybe. like a very intense, like I don't want to say Coachella, but like a very intense, like music festival or a very intense, like concert that you're like I probably would do this many times but I want to do it just to say and have the experience of I've done it yeah but if I'm doing it I'm going broke I'm doing the most expensive things I could get like if it's gonna happen it's gonna go big yeah see I think I would only really go if I'm like you know how the celebrities have like the boxes and they all share them yeah that's the only way I'm going yeah yeah or, like, Twitter, like, I saw, like, all the influencers, like, um, Manny MUA, Chris Clemens, they all got invited by Twitter because Twitter bought out a box. That's what, that's how I'd be going. <laughs> I'm not paying for a seat. Yeah. And then getting shitty nachos or a hot dog and paying, like, $25 for it. I'm also, if I'm going, I'm bringing outfits for both teams because there's no way in hell I'm going to the Super Bowl and then being caught wearing the losing team's jersey. And that's not, like, loyalty. That's, like, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not losing that memory. Your you shirt know? is one, and then your jacket is the other team's colors. So you it can... actually just has like a detachable, huh? just a little Velcro moment where you're yeah, just gonna like what? back on, and you can yeah. switch it on and off based on who's winning. It's actually that rhinestone or those um, sequins that you rub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I would That's like I would go idea. and I would wear like neutral accessories and then like then switch it. Yeah. Like jeans or like yeah. black and Unless white. it was like my team, then I'd be like loyal. But if it was like teams I don't really care about and I just had the opportunity to go, then I I don't know loyalty. That as a girl I do not know. <laughs> loyalty, I'm I'm Cassie. I'm, I'm partying wherever I can. I'm Cassie when it comes to the Super Bowl, okay? 
You know, the thing about Cassie from Euphoria, by the way, for listeners, um, is she might not be loyal Maddie, but that girl is loyal to somebody, and his name is Satan. (laughs) And she has not switched sides yet. His name? Satan Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say Nathan, but that's just Nathaniel, which is also his name. But Nathan works. Like, it actually works. Nathan? Nathan. He's Satan. Nathan, Satan. Satan, Nathan. Mm-hmm. Girl, you're dating Nathan, Satan. Hey, Michelle, question. How long have you, you been fucking, fucking Nate Jacobs? Jacobs? <laughs> that, if I was a senior in high school, that'd be my yearbook quote. I, I can't. I still say it to my mom. Literally, like, I, I just, if somebody goes, "Hey, question," my immediate thoughts: Why even fucking Nate Jacobs? Why even fucking Nate Jacobs? Like, my mom this week too, when she was like cooking stuff for the Super Bowl, I walked in because I was gonna watch Euphoria. I was like, "I'm not uh-huh. watching the Super Bowl. I don't really care. This is my Super Bowl, Maddie and Cassie. I'm ready for the SmackDown." And I walked in and I was like, oh, "I'm gonna go watch Euphoria," and she was like, "Oh yeah," and I looked at her and just went, "You stupid." fucking bitch i'm gonna fuck you up <laughs> and she was like and she's like is that what they said <laughs> she had no memory the thing is my mom watches euphoria but like you know i'll, I'll pick up on the line and i'll use it and she might not remember it but mm-hmm. you stupid fucking bitch i'm gonna fuck you up from one maddie to another Ding. Ding. yeah Anyways, I feel like we've drifted off of Super We Bowl. have. We always so. do. Because, you know, we're such big sports fans. And I'm such you know a what? football girly. I was thinking about how, like, um, I've been told from, like, elder men that, like, you have to understand sports for, like, guys to like you. And I'm like, here's the dealio, is I understand sports. And I enjoy watching sports. But I choose to have the personality of, ill sports for fun. Yeah. You know, like that's fun to me yeah. to be like mm, sports ball, like hoops on the touchdown. Like that's funny. That is so much more fun than being like, oh my god, that three point. Like than to like yeah. play along with understanding it. It's so much more fun to like just be like, I don't get it. That's so much. It's so much better. Also, why the fuck would I? What? Why would I? For a man? Oh no, never. That's not what if, I learned. With if he wants me to do that, he can watch Drag Race all 14 seasons and catch up and let me know what he or thinks. I just believe in, like, enjoying what you enjoy. And if you don't enjoy the football, you don't have to watch football. If you don't enjoy Drag Race, you don't have to watch it. If you enjoy basketball, you exactly. can go ahead and watch it. Like, there is no, like, because of your gender, because of anything, you have to enjoy or understand regardless. If you enjoy it, you enjoy it. If you don't, you don't. We've been over this. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. it doesn't matter. I just think Period. it's funny to play that up. You to know. play the 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 bimbo kind Yay, of sports. Not even bimbo, Yay, just like funny. anti-sport. <laughs> yeah. Well, because then it gives off the stereotypical bimbo. Yeah. You know, like that's just like part of the stereotype. Even if it's not true, it's part of the stereotype by default. It's still fun. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm it's not. I'm having a good time. I'm not saying it's not. <laughs> it is. Well, until the, the next 
halftime show. The next halftime show. I'm actually pretty interested as to who's going to do it next because I think that they they announce it maybe like halfway through the year, right? I think so. Or I feel like they announce it. I don't know. I'm trying to think of when they announced the other know. ones, and I'm like, I really don't even remember them announcing it. I just remember people I like, that Look, they, like, here's the halftime performer. I'm like, oh. I I remember it was, like, on Twitter sometime last year, but I think that it's, like, they'll have, like, a rumor leak mm-hmm. roughly halfway through, which is, like, it's normally going to be the person who's going to do it. Yeah. And then they announce it maybe, like, two months later. Well, I'm like, saying, it's official. all I'm saying is that if any of our predictions or our ones are in that leak... I'm suing. I'm seeking legal action. And here's the thing, NFL. Let me just say that, like, I don't, um, I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to do that to you. And you have an opportunity to um, get rid of that ahead of time. Yeah. Via Venmo. You have a chance. Cash you, out. We're, we're giving you a chance. Okay. And uh, we just have some requirements. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And one of them, free tickets for yes, life. a box. A box. A box for life. Okay? Two, um, give me a job and help me plan the halftime show. Babes, I'm available. I'm ready. Let me know. Take Listen, time. I'm pretty good at giving suggestions. That's all I'm saying. But you know all what? We're going to need some suggestions and ideas from you guys as well. Mm-hmm. We need you guys to comment on our most recent Instagram post when this comes out. Either who's your favorite halftime performer or who do you want to see perform at the halftime show? Yes. I'm intrigued to see what everyone else thinks because I feel like maybe we had some good ideas, but maybe we missed out on some. You know what? You know? Who would be really interesting to have? I know we'd like already finished the discussion. I'm just going to say it really quick. Like a DJ. Like Zed or like oh, something yeah. like that could be fun because then they could just bring out each of the singers from their big hits. Yeah. But Smart. whatever. Thank yeah, Zed, Zed would be a good one. I can see Zed. Yeah. Or maybe, um, oh, David Guetta. I feel like they would do David Guetta. Yeah. But didn't, I feel like he's done it. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know. I was going to say Pitbull, and then I was like, oh, he did it. Do another one, then. Bruno Marceau. Beyonce style. He's anyway. another one. Bring him back every year. I don't care. I don't care. I'd be okay with it. I'd be fine. Bring Pitbull back every year. Uh, anyway, so, yeah. Anyway, you guys need to comment on our most recent post. Let us know who do you think should yeah. be doing the next halftime show. And... To get that post, you can follow us on our Instagram, which is at the Pop Dot Podcast, and our TikTok is at the Pop Dot Pod. If you want and to keep up with us, you gotta follow. You gotta follow. Them. You gotta subscribe to this YouTube channel if you're watching. You gotta subscribe to the podcast if you're listening. Mm-mm-mm. You Hit got a the lot like of and subscribe buttons to do. Got a lot of buttons to click. I don't know what to tell you. Not to push to click. No, click them. Click them so you'll be here. You ever next seen the movie week. Adam Sandler? <laughs> I was gonna say, click. What's the Adam Sandler movie from 2005? Click. Click. Anyways. Be like Adam Sandler in 2005. And click. click. And click. <laughs> okay. Well, we will see you guys next week. Until next time.
Bye, besties. Bye, besties.